welcome to It Didn't Change. This is episode five, uh, talking about the abortion issue with Cody Fields. That's how you say your last name, right? Yes, sir. It's just like never uh, said your last name. Yeah. Yeah, just like baseball field, but plural. Yeah. All right. So to start off, we do have you did hear about Ohio, right? Yes. The uh, so, what was it? Pro- Proposition one was that what it was called? I think so. I didn't hear much of it, but I know that the Christians are allowing they're supporting abortion. Yeah, like, some some of them are. Yeah, it would seem yes. not uh, all for, of them. There's some good people out there, but some right, of them. For, yeah, for it to pass by that margin, uh, it would necessarily require some amount of Christians voting for the thing for whatever reason, right? Yeah. Um, so, so I think, I think ultimately, if we're just going to dive right in, it's ultimately a discipleship issue. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really along the lines of, do we want to obey God or not? And yeah. do we want to obey God within what kind of laws we have in our land? Yeah. And so then <clears throat> the, the question is then how do we go about that yeah obviously if if we're talking about the unborn being uh or so preborn even you know not just yeah. unborn but preborn there if you leave it alone what's going to happen is you're going to have a new human yep <laughs> and if that really is a human, how do we get to the point of protecting that human? Yeah. With, with equal rights as some, as you and me. Right. So I think there's a, a strategy question and then there's a tactics question. The strategy, the overall thing is we want to see this particular thing outlawed period. Then the tactic is the tactical question is how do we get there? Yeah. And so you have different streams of thought. You have incrementalism, right? Where it's we'll take what we can get when we can get it. Yep. Um the issue with that being a lot of people will take what they can get uh and then fly that flag as an overall win uh when no we we just got a first down. We didn't yep. win the game. Uh, then you have your abolitionists, the goal being the eradication of human abortion, which all for it. The issue there is it's either all or nothing all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, where you, you don't win the game on the first play of the game. You, you win the game at the end of the fourth quarter, right? So is there some kind of mingling of these two where where we have to understand that well one what happened in ohio is terrible uh it it's worse than roe yeah. um and, and the 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 ironic thing is it it doesn't even mention pregnant women it talks about pregnant people which yeah. is ridiculous um so then how do we go about since we're in a democratic republic, how do we go about convincing people this is an unborn life, a preborn life that deserves 
recognition as life. Yeah. So we have to win. My friend Corey Truax has a fantastic podcast. He talks about how we haven't won the cultural argument yet. Yeah. And that's our biggest problem. We have to win that cultural argument. And the, the best way to win that cultural argument, I think, is through evangelism. That's what it really turns into. It turns into an evangelistic and a discipleship issue uh, where those who those who hate God also love death. Right. Yeah. That's what the Bible tells us. Um, and so, well, how do you get people to love life? Get them to love Jesus. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Problem yeah. solved. And then it's not, it's not simply, uh, as some have said, particularly in the R2K world or the pietistic world. And obviously those guys are brothers. Uh, but I think they're wrong on this is, you know, all they really care about is making the issue unthinkable. Which, yeah. yes, we want to do that, uh, but then we want to do that and then enact laws that enforce that unthinkableness, where when somebody does do the unthinkable, just like murder, right? Yeah. We want to crack down on that. Yeah. So uh, real quick, um, just for, like, my topic says, point one, what is abortion? Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure we can both define that as killing an innocent being. Um, described as, uh, what do I have here? Killing an unborn infant, and it is described as okay because of an unscientific reason. Um, mm. whereas that's a really good point. Yeah. Um. So, this is kind of related to uh, point four. Um, the the things that pro-choice people say to make it okay to um have abortions is um. They say the baby isn't alive. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's so small. It doesn't. It's and that's entirely wrong. It's um in every way because it's it's it is alive. Right. Um, but yeah, are there anything else you can say about that sort of stuff? Yeah, the to say that it's not a life or alive is just it's unscientific nonsense at this point. Yeah, and and everyone knows it. Yeah. Um, usually that that point at at this time uh at least in my interactions is pulled out in desperation <laughs> uh kind of as a last resort it's yeah. not alive it's not alive well yes it is if if you if we sent a, a rover to mars and it and it sent back uh unicellular life no one <laughs> no one disagrees that that's life so yeah. why is it not life when it literally is the same thing but more advanced obviously and you leave it alone it turns into a full-blown human yeah. with with an average of 10 fingers and 10 toes yeah and, and so on it it kind of turns in it turns into that thing well it's 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 alive it's life Let's get out of here with that yeah and <laughs> so, so normally normally when it gets to that point i understand that the conversation is probably over yeah I mean, like the Bible says, um, this is somewhat related. Um, every man knows they're wrong. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. they know it's alive. That's like you mm -hmm. said, a last resort to um, make it okay. Yeah. Um, and then point two, uh, why is it wrong? Obviously, one simple uh, verse, Exodus 20, 13, you shall not murder. Um, that's a very simple, but do you have mm -hmm. any more things in mind? 
yeah there's oh man the the typical you know psalm 139 you know you form my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb it's it's not you knitted what would become me in my mother's womb right it's you actually knitted me together yeah um so when i was you know the size of a peanut that that actually was me yeah that wasn't what becomes me in the in the long run you also have in i believe it's in deuteronomy and i don't remember chapter and verse off the top of my head of you know if two men are fighting together and they strike a pregnant woman while they're fighting and the baby comes out then they're liable for whatever damage happens to that kid yeah because that's a human yeah <laughs> right so if, if you hit the pregnant woman you send her into premature labor and the baby dies then you're guilty for that if you send yeah. her into premature labor and the fact that you ran into her like i don't know breaks the baby's arm then we would look at the law for the case law for that and, yeah. and so on so it's you know scripture all through treats the preborn life as actual as actual life as an actual human being, not yeah. just, not simply a conglomeration of cells that might become human. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I was wrong. It's 0.3, not 0.4 on, uh, anyway, <laughs> 0.3 is, uh, I do the what same do thing all say to make it okay. And we basically already went through that. Mm-hmm. So you also just... have, you also have, uh, to represent their, stance as fairly as possible even though we find it atrocious um they will they'll say that it's simply part of the mother's body at that point yeah uh and they make the error of conflating uh within her body with actually being her body yeah right if you have a an actual parasite like let's say you get like a tapeworm (laughs) yeah uh no one says that the tapeworm is part of that woman's body yeah it's the tapeworm is its own entity yeah and so yeah i don't want to push on this too hard because some abortion advocates will say that uh that the preborn life within the mother is a parasite uh which is silly uh but it's the same thing the tapeworm has its own body the baby has its own body it's its own body. This is not the woman's body. Now there's, there are different things going on, right? Uh, the tapeworm is trying to be the parasite. The yeah. baby's just trying to live dependent on its mom. Yeah. Just um, like any, just like any good three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, why is the pro-choice view wrong? Because God says so. Yeah. It's a simple <laughs> answer. Um, but I have a big paragraph on this. Let me just read it. You tell. Uh, that view is wrong because scientifically the baby is alive after conception, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, this means that the baby has life. While the baby is not capable of defending itself, it is still alive. Would it be wrong for me to go and kill a man while he, while he was sleeping? Mm. Uh, most pro-choices say yes. But he is sleeping. He cannot defend himself. So do you see my point? Um I would still be taking a man's life and that's wrong. So. And it's, and it's not even necessarily about whether someone can defend himself or not. If someone, if someone breaks into my house 
and I leave the lights off and I use, I don't have quite this technology for self-defense, but if I use night vision and, and take him out in the dead of night, um, he wasn't really capable at that point of defending himself adequately. Right. Yeah. Uh, but no one is going to argue that that was a wrong thing for me to do. Yeah. The issue, the issue is that he did something. He threatened me and my family. Yeah. Right. And I have the, the right and the duty and the responsibility to protect that. Yeah. Right. And so uh, an unborn infant has done none of those things. Yeah. Right. we're not even talking you know obviously like if you're talking ectopic pregnancies that's an entirely different thing we're talking about elective procedures right and so what's the kid done why are we going to punish the kid for someone else's decisions yeah and and just let it hang there and nobody i still have not heard a good answer to that yeah or really any answer because that immediately gets dodged yeah (laughs) Um, I think this, yeah, this is the final point. Um, because I really have to fly through this. Um, yeah, man. What should we do to stop this? That kind of goes to my my initial point of yeah, it's a discipleship issue. Yeah. Um, those who do not fear God love death, and you and you see this. You saw this recently, uh, with the Hamas attacks on Israel. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not advocating. Uh, sending billions of dollars to Israel or anything like that. Uh, but one of the things that you saw was Hamas leaders literally say that they love death. Yeah. Right. Whereas their opponents love life. Um, mm-hmm. This is a, this is an affections issue. Right. Yeah. And so if, if you actually love Jesus, you're going to love life period. Yeah. Right. Um uh, of course, I say this as somebody who doesn't have kids, <laughs> but at the same time, there is there is something glorious and special about bringing new life into the world. Yeah. And so we should advocate for that. We should point people to the one who has decreed that these things are evil and certain other things are good and right yeah. and just. That's where we have to, I think that's where we have to start because yeah. if if all we do is convince people, okay, maybe that's not great. They're still going to hell and they still hate God. Yeah. So they're still going to make stupid decisions <laughs> yeah. uh, regarding government politics and all that kind of stuff. So point them to Jesus, disciple them, you know, baptize them, you know, all the things yeah. that Jesus commanded in Matthew 28. Go get it. Yeah. Right. Go disciple them, teach them to love life. Yep. There exactly. you go. Um, and this, these last few questions are just off-topic questions yep. that I just had out of curiosity. Let me know if they're too personal. Never done this before. Um, yeah. What inspired you to start making guitar effects? Yeah, from from one end of the spectrum to the other, right? Um, <laughs> which I'm all for. We actually do this on uh, on my podcast anyway. Um, so the way I got into this was on accident, technically. Uh, from my perspective, obviously God had it lined up in his providence. Yeah. Uh, but I actually have no electrical engineering, formal education. Uh, yeah. I have a journalism degree. Uh, so I used to work for an advertising agency and that went really, really south. 
and I went freelance with social media mark or managing and blog marketing stuff like that. Yeah. And so I went freelance and in the meantime, I've always uh been like a DIY guy with stuff like that. Yeah. Swapping out pickups. Uh and if if you see, let's see, right there, the black rectangular thing that picks up the signal from the guitar strings and sends it out. Yeah. Um, I've swapped those out before, blah, blah, blah. And uh I I picked up uh, a do-it-yourself pedal kit, had a blast and said, that was fun. Let's do it again. And I have ideas. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, and I and I just went from there because I've I've always loved chasing guitar tones. Uh I've always been a pedal nerd ever since yeah. I started playing guitar. And just chasing different effects, some of them goofier than others. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just had a blast. And here we are now, you know, yeah. I, making my living. You see my my office is a, just a wreck right now, uh, processing different orders and such. So super yeah. thankful for that. Um, What is your favorite pedal that you've made? It's called, where is it? Do I have one? In, within reach i don't have one within reach and i'm not going to get up because that would cause a ruckus on your podcast <laughs> um it's called the 2716 seth morrison oh yeah signature seth morrison, yeah 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 and so it's the signature distortion for seth morrison of skillet yeah it's his goal was to capture his live tone in an affordable way yeah. uh for whether it's you know teenagers who like skillet pick up guitar want to sound like him yeah or for people who just want to sound awesome and not destroy yeah. their wallet uh because yeah. he he uh, it kind of shifts depending on their tour but his high gain his big distortion sound is normally a blend of two different very nice amps those can get pricey and yeah. instead you can get a little box from me for 150 bucks yeah <laughs> And uh, and sound like him going through a much smaller amp, and uh, man, I love it. It's it's my go to sound. Yeah. Um, and it's understandably my bestseller. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's more reason for me to like it. <laughs> yeah. Funny fact. Um, like a few days before today, I mm -hmm. looked at your website. I was like, where can I find that pedal? I was like, yep. that's cheap. Yeah. I'm gonna try yeah. to buy it, but I'm little, so I don't have a lot of money. Right. Um, well, we're coming up on Christmas. We got Black Friday sales coming up yeah. and stuff like that. So just keep an eye out. Um, uh, yeah. When did you begin your business? Uh, 2015. And then I went full time with it. If I recall correctly, it became full time for me in 2017. So I've been full time with this for six years at this point. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> That's that just means I have to really keep up with the accounting. <laughs> yeah. Uh where can we find you? Westminstereffects.com. Uh you can also find my podcast, the Westminster Effects Doxology Podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts or on YouTube for that matter. We just started doing video. Uh it's me, uh, my pastor. Uh, I'm a deacon at my church. And so it's it's him and me. And when he can make it, uh, a good Lutheran friend from Nebraska will beam in. I'm in nice. South Carolina. And uh, so it's it's a good time. We talk about really anything and everything that has to do with the modern church world. Yeah. Uh, the contemporary church world. 
uh, and we compare it to the Bible. And, and so we've, we've done everything from talking about different song lyrics that have gotten popular in the church. Is this good? Is this bad? What do yeah. we, what do we think here? Um, we've talked about current events, how churches are responding, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's, and it's really kind of whatever we want to talk about. And we also, I haven't done it recently since we just switched to video. I'm still figuring out how to do it the best with video, but we also have a listener section called the inquisition where yeah. random off the wall questions a lot of yeah. times yeah, and we answer them on the fly. It's a good time. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah. I really got to finish up here. So yes, sir. thank you. Um, thank you guys for listening. <laughs>